That's number Wang. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the bearded builder. How you doing, Al? Been yeah, not so bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've had a busy, busy old week actually. Um, I don't know if you, you've seen a couple of uh, shots on Instagram of me uh, letting my cosplay flag fly. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I always got a bit of kind of stick for looking like Wolverine as a kid. Um, it was mostly like this, the, the spiky hair, but. Um, <laughs> With 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 this this month's Movember, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I couldn't escape it, so <laughs> I, I thought I'd bite the bullet and just go go full out. So on Saturday, I got uh, I got the rest of the um, the 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 Apple Mac G five that I used for the um, for the radio build, yeah, and there was a huge like aluminium panel down the side of it, um, and I just basically cut some cloths out of that, some some. Alamantium cloths out the uh, <laughs> <laughs> out the side of this this Mac, um, yeah, and and I've made these cloths. Yeah, I'll show you. They're fucking awesome. That is fucking cool. Yeah, shit for everyone that's listening to us, but that's visual. Cool. Yeah, this 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 audible. Actually, I'll tell you what. Ah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but they're really right. good, and, I, and I've I've li- I have literally like stabbed myself and like scratched myself in <laughs> in uh, mysterious places already because I yeah. keep forgetting that I'm wearing them just for fun. Fucking brilliant! <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, for those that are, are interested, there's a there's a sketch show called um, Makers Wanted, uh, which is set up by by Rye over at um, Waylight Creations. And we just do some funny skits. Uh, th- this is kind of the second series of it, and the first episode is launching this week, I think, uh, seventh. Um, yeah, and a couple episodes in, I'm doing this Wolverine sketch, so I'm really, really looking forward to it coming out. Awesome. Um, Getting to dress up as a superhero, man, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's nothing better. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd chuck a link to that in the uh, in the shows as well. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. and then um, yeah, so that that was just for a bit of fun, but also. I mentioned the other week we were doing the charity thing at work, where we're yes. doing like a, a little pop up shop. So uh, the shop went up uh, on Sunday, so everyone brought in their stuff. There's some amazing things. Like the guys I work with are super talented. Like beyond just a regular day job, like um, one of the girls, Rachel's a fantastic illustrator. She's done some really cool like little animals. Nice. Um, some of the guys have made stuff out of concrete. Um, there's some knitted wear in there as well thrown in. There's some, the whole the whole studio went and did a screen printing course. Ah, oh, awesome! Yeah, and, and basically there was no brief, so they all just did like really cool, sort of unique things. Yeah, total really like really nice scope of work. It's fantastic. So there's some really good things to buy. Um, and I've just just been spending the rest of the weekend just making some stuff for that. So I got some. Well, actually, when I came to see you, Steve, I went to Yandel's. Yes. To the to the woodworking thing, and I got some really nice purple heart. Ooh. Um. And I've been making some of those, um, you know, those wine bottle holders that are like uh, cantilevered. Yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah. So basically, it's just like an angle like that, and it just holds the wine bottle like that. It's the fucking brilliant. Like, um, yeah, I love science. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really simple, but just really nice wood. Just really sort of like respecting the material and just just super yeah. simple. So hopefully, sell a few of those and, and raise some money for the kids, man. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So that I went to uh, Yandel's um, this week uh, with Jazz. Because um, yeah. we, we basically the fireplace that we've got, it's a forced fireplace anyway, <laughs> and we we wanted to um, 
spruce it up a little bit and uh, went in and I said, well, yeah, if we if we go to Yandos, we'll get some nice wood and we'll uh, we'll put some shells or something in and it'll look really nice and cushy and everything. And uh, went there and I was genuinely expecting her to see the price of the wood and just kind of flat out say no and end up getting some like knotty pie on pine or something like that and uh and she ended up the, the, well we went around and they've got like little samples of all the different types of wood yes and and she was looking at them and she just went i want that one that yeah. one or that one and i was like okay you've just picked three of the most expensive woods there she went, oh, okay in that case i definitely want that one I was like, yeah that's definitely the most expensive wood here nice. so, but we ended up getting some uh, some really nice black walnut and oh uh, i was gonna say it was black walnut yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. it's it's super sexy although i'm a little bit kind of nervous about doing anything with it because i'm used to metal and wood's different you can't just well it's probably harder it than the metal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this this um like i'm so used to just shitty wood uh, yeah. like just like like you know construction grade lumber from like B&Q or whatever yeah um, and the the first time I just took my tools to this purple heart they were like nope not having it <laughs> it's like <laughs> gonna go oh shop shit and everything. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go and buy things that weren't three quid <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, awesome man but um, yeah, yeah so I, what have you what have you been up to Steve uh, what have I been up to um, other than going to Yandles and, and spending yeah. loads of money on wood yeah basically um, <laughs> although before I go on to that uh, the screen printing that you were doing. Yes. You took the uh, words right out of my mouth. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I know Bob did a uh, video on I Like to Make Stuff uh, yes. last year or something about making uh, your own screen printer. Yeah. And I've watched the video and it looks awesome, but I don't get the actual process of how you get a design into the um, like the mesh. Right. Is so it... So- it's 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 pretty straight. I mean, being a designer, kind of used to print processes and stuff, so you know yeah. that um, on a base level, you know you've got four color printing, so you've got to break down yeah. any image into kind of four colors. Yeah. So say you're doing just a one color print, like a, just a t-shirt print or something. You get your image on the computer. You don't even have to use a computer. You can just use like you can draw it. Basically, if you want to, you want to photocopy it so it's black and white. So it has to be black and white. Yeah. Um, you can do kind of like raster effects where you kind of gradiate out a little bit, yeah, but yeah. you know, essentially it's black and white per color. Um, and then you get that photograph, um, and basically where it's black, that's where the ink's going to come through. Yeah. So you put that onto a, just a silk screen. You can get different kind of um, sort of uh, fineness levels of silk depending yeah. on kind of how big you want to do. Yeah. Um, and you place it on the silk, and then you put like a photoreactive uh, liquid on it, and okay. you put and, and you, you coat the whole screen in it, and then basically you put your, your design on top of the screen, and then you put it in a light box, yeah. and you shine UV light on it. And the best way to kind of um, get a really sort of tight, crisp image is to put it in a vacuum as well. Yeah. So normally it's like a, a, a combination of like a light box and a you know like a when you do vacuum forming, yeah, and you pull the thing down. And you leave it to expose for sort of, I don't know, 20 seconds or whatever. Um, and then basically that's it. And the, where, where the, the light hits it, it uh, the, the, the liquid solidifies and goes hard. Yeah. And where the black area was, where your image was, uh, that stays uh, liquid and you can basically wash it off. Oh, awesome. So you get a big pressure washer and you wash off all the, the excess and what's left yeah. is like a negative of your image. And then that's what you screen through. It's awesome. And that's then basically, really cool. just just keep doing that for however many colors you want. There's no limit. You can just yeah. keep, you know, so you can you can go really crazy. Obviously, the more colors you do, the harder it is. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, yeah, I, I absolutely, I absolutely love screen printing. I, I was lucky enough to to have a really good screen printing um, facility at uni. Yeah, and I was in there all the time. Like I, I did all like the sports teams T shirts and shit. Awesome. So so we had like a basketball team and um, uh, I did all the tees for them and then like I was on the football team and we did like like bespoke fucking ties for everyone and it was it was it was really cool yeah. and it's just because you can script it on anything yeah um, and the ink's really nice and you can do like you can have like three D inks and there's just it's just fantastic I, I did um, a whole thing with like ultraviolet inks that uh, just shone in blacklight nice yeah so I mean I, I love it it's a really nice process but seeing the, seeing what these guys did for the for the pop up shop was was really yeah. inspirational. That's awesome, man. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like I say, I, I've I've looked. Well, I say I've looked into. I've wanted to uh, to experiment a little bit with um, with screen printing, especially because I know like <clears throat> um, the uh, the setup of it isn't that difficult. But I never knew yeah. what the actual process was was like. Okay. But uh, but yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, you, to, like uh, you fuck up a couple of times. You're like, yeah. oh, I forgot that's the bit that's not reversed or you're like yeah you turn the pressure washer on too high and it just blitzes the whole screen <laughs> and you're like fuck and you gotta start again um but once the setup's done that's it yeah so like any time investment or money investment is just on that original setup for the screen but once you've done that you can just churn them out yeah so for things like posters t-shirts um business cards and stuff it's a really sort of effective way to to go about it once you want to do that initial setup yeah yeah, if if I reckon, Steve, if you, if you can get a chance to go on a course, it'll, it'll only be like a, a day or like a morning. Yeah, but um, it's definitely worth it. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right, I might have to uh, to add that to the list. <laughs> maybe, maybe do some uh, some podcast t-shirts. Oh yeah, good idea. Uh, cool. Uh, what have I been up to? Um, yeah. What have I been up to? I went to a flea market yesterday. Ooh. Um, and spent all of my money. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it was great. I I went, I walked in there and literally within fifteen feet of the entrance, um, I saw a load of uh, like the big wooden clamps for sale, and uh, you know the ones with the two screws from opposite directions that yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and yeah, and uh, and saw a load of them for sale and very very nearly bought them but they wanted a ridiculous amount of money for what were essentially like some bits of rotting wood oh right and uh and so kind of like had that in my head like okay well if i don't get anything else i might come back and and (laughs) see if i can beat them down sort of thing so Um, just just to clarify steve what's the difference between a flea market and like a car boot sale because when i go to these sort of places it's just like people's old trainers and like broken toys and maybe (laughs) maybe if you're lucky like a mega drive yeah, see, that's that's exactly it. Like a flea market, there's um, there's it tends to be like, uh, I guess professional traders, Ooh. as opposed to people that are just isn't that another up. word for hooker? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different thing. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, people that are turning up and like you know they they buy and sell stuff as opposed to people that are just clearing out their garage sort of thing. Yeah, and. Uh, and yeah, so anyway, I went around. I ended up buying a fucking huge um, record vice that um, I <laughs> I can't believe I'm mentioning him this early in the podcast. But it's entirely down to um, Red that I, Woo! I love you, Red. <laughs> love you. Because <laughs> um, I was we need, I was... We, we, we need a jingle for Red's corner. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've got to get a jingle. Oh, that's such a good idea. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it, because I I went up and I saw this uh, this record vice there, and I mean the thing's 
fucking huge. Yeah, but yeah. um but I looked at it and I was like, oh, I could I don't really need it, but I could really do with that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh and in my head, because obviously I'm trying to do a bit more with uh, the whole YouTube thing, I was looking at it going See, Red Red just did a, a vice restoration video and, yeah. and that thing it just needs cleaning up and a lick of paint. It doesn't even need that much work doing to it. I, like, <laughs> I could definitely do a video of that. And um and I was like, I'll, I'll ask him how much it is, and he said, and then went, but as I was taking it out of the van, like I can't remember what the original price was, it was like fifty quid or something like that. Yeah. But it was like as I was taking it out of the van, it bit me and pinched my finger. So I want to see the back of it. So if you want it, <laughs> nice. thirty quid, and you can have it. I was like, uh, can I twenty? <laughs> can I give you thirty? But you have to hold on to it until the end of the day because I've only just got here and I don't want to carry it around. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, so he was fine with that, and then nice. went round and saw some very bad taxidermy. Oh, um, dude, you say very bad. <laughs> so <laughs> Steve sent me a picture of of, of basically a, a menagerie of, of of stuffed animals and said, "I need to take this home." And he didn't specify which one. <laughs> so there was a, like a boar's head, and I think a fox, and so, that looked like a pheasant. I'm not yeah. sure, and some sort of anonymous feline at the back. I'm going to go with Lynx, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you do realise I'm going to make that the uh, the image for this episode? Now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and saw that. Um, what I, was, I ended up buying like some old leatherworking tools that, oh, nice. the, <laughs> again, the guy started off saying that they were, um, the price on it was 75 quid. And I was like, what is it and what's it do and does it work? And, um, Don't ever say that to somebody when you're bartering, Steve. <laughs> the thing is, he just kind of went, uh, it's something to do with leather work. And I it, I don't know what it does, and it doesn't really work at the moment. And so I kind of went, well, I'm not paying 75 quid for it. And, um, and the, to be fair, the last time I, I saw this guy at the flea market last year, he ended up giving me a, a free set of um, Stilsons that are like the big 24 inch ones yeah nice and um and yeah so i i kind of got chatting to him and obviously said about the fact that jazz is a leather worker and and all this and uh, in the end he was like bollocks 35 quid and you can have it <laughs> okay nice. um so yeah i walked away with that uh and another one was a uh post vice which um for those that don't know that's like the traditional blacksmith style vice um, the one with the big leg that comes down otherwise known as a leg vice um, the idea being that that uh, leg is in contact with the ground so if for example you put something in the jaws and you start hammering on it then the pressure goes straight down into the ground rather than it bouncing around all over your table um, and uh, and yeah this guy had one and it had it was only a, a smallish set um and uh, and I kind of asked him how much it was, and he said, "Oh, that's uh, I think that was seventy five as well." And um, and this was like right at the end of the day, and I'd already spent more money than I should have done. And uh, I was like, "Oh bollocks, that's a shame because I really could have done with that." <laughs> I was like, "That would have been really useful." And he went, oh, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm a blacksmith. So I would have used it in the workshop." And he went, "Oh, oh fuck! It. If you're actually going to use it, then bollocks, yeah, fifty quid, you can have it." <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it turns out he just added basically hipster tax onto it. Ah, right. So, well, he yeah. saw he saw that he saw the beard and the plaid shirts. Yeah, he saw you coming a mile off. <laughs> exactly. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? I've been quite. It's it's been a weird one. I've been away on holiday with Jazz, and we went Ooh. to London to see a band London. And, yeah, it's horrible. I hate it. <laughs> um, but we went like round the uh, the Winter Wonderland bit and all that, and and spent some time together. And it's completely thrown me because I've kind of stopped and I've been relaxing, and it's very odd. Yeah. Uh, and today, today I was in the workshop doing some bits, and my drill broke. Uh, drill press? Uh, no, uh, oh, just right. my um, drill driver. Okay. Uh, so that means that I'm going to be on the lookout for a uh, a new. Well, I want to get a um, just a drill and uh, like an impact driver as well. Like a combo, uh, like a two piece. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, so, uh, I, I I I made the mistake of not doing that. Nah. So I'm I'm forever swapping out fucking drill bits for yeah. um, for driver bits, and it's it's just so time yeah. consuming. Yeah. Well, that's what I did originally. I had like a a single unit that did both and it yeah. just didn't do either very very well okay. um, so yeah I'm, I'm going to be getting a dual driver set so if nice. anybody uh, has any recommendations or wants to just give me one for free then just <laughs> give you. me a shout um, uh, this, this isn't my shout out actually but um, I don't know if you know the channel Skill Builder I don't he's like a, he's a proper he's a proper geezer he's a proper English like I think he's a builder by yeah. trade Um. And he's obviously done it his entire life, and he's got a YouTube channel. But it's it's quite commercial. He does a lot of kind of sponsored videos, um, but then he also like show you how to just install a bath and things like that. It's a, it's a yeah. great channel. Roger Roger Bisbee. I'm Roger Bisbee from Skill Builder. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so like but the English it, version of this old house. Uh, yeah, it, it, exactly, exactly like that. Um, but at the minute, he's it's like uh, it's drill driver season, and he's doing a load of reviews on like impact drivers and stuff. So oh, sweet. Uh, I'll send you the link. It's yeah, yeah, probably be awesome. worthwhile. But, Which uh, actually, to, uh, Steve, does that kind of um, segue us nicely into into this week's show topic that you finally let me talk about? It does. This this very specific, narrowed down topic. I wanted to yeah, I wanted to get kind of precise with it because you know, <laughs> yeah. other, otherwise we'll just fucking ramble on for an hour. As if we never do anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. So uh, the topic is it's tools because we're do- fools with tools. Just tools. Just tools. Just any <laughs> any tools. So basically anything that man has picked up since 300,000 BC <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his own poop uh, is, is the topic of today. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so how do you... Because this, this is why I was a little bit worried about this. Cause, I, I can start if you want, if you're well, nervous. No, no, no. I was just going to say, because the last thing I is can, how I can do easy you start such a broad... Like, are we going to talk about like our favourite tools, the tools we we want to get, the tools we wish we had? Um, See, this is the beauty of it, right? We're twenty minutes in, we've already been talking about tools. <laughs> <laughs> you went and bought a load of tools. Your one yeah. of your tools broke, you know. I made my own tools. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I yeah. So I was on uh, Makers Monday. I don't know if you uh, saw that. It was like a little. Kind of interview that um, that Gil does, Gil, yeah. Jill, um, it's Gil, Gil, yeah, yeah. which is it's great. Um, it's really nice. It gets you kind of seeing people in the community that you didn't know. Um, it's a real kind of because kind of in this community, like there's a, there's a danger of being quite siloed. Yeah, but he's great because he basically interviews all sorts of walks of life. You know, from prop makers to metal workers, woodworkers, people who don't do anything like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, he, and one of the questions was, "What's your favourite tool?" <clears throat> and I just straight away said, "Pencil." Yeah, 
just because I'm a designer, you know, I've always been an artist and it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It's like first things first. Don't go anywhere near the power tools or whatever. Just work it out first. Uh, but then I said, like, well, if, if you've got a button to my head, at the minute, my favorite tool is a circular saw. Yeah. Because I don't have... <laughs> Sorry, I was just laughing because I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> you give me a task to do, the first thing I'm going to do is be like, all right, I'm going to cut something. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm lying. Get the biggest tool I'm, and do that. I'm completely lying. I'm just pretending that I've got some sort of, <laughs> that there's some sort of process to what I do. Yeah, I, I, I go straight to the tools. Um, <laughs> and, he's, and, and he said, what's your favorite tool? And I said, circular saw, because I, like, I, don't, I don't have the, the money or the space at the minute for, um, for a table saw or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of relatively cheap and a really kind of effective way of knocking down timber. Yeah. Um, and it's my go-to, and it cuts through aluminium and you know steel and wood, even though I'm probably not supposed to, but it does anyway. And it's awesome, uh, and it's super fast, and it's kind of straight. You get a straight cut, you know. Like yeah. I think growing up, I was always kind of um, given like a jigsaw by my dad, like use a jigsaw, yeah. use a jig- yeah. go jigsaw, and you just can't get a straight line with it. It's awful. The blade wobbles, it wonders. You know, you never get a ninety. Yeah. Um, but the circular saw is awesome. Uh, so that's been my kind of go-to for a long time until. Um, I did the uh, the the build for uh, Dirk Smith for the zombie challenge. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I needed to cut down the, the the blade on the back, so I needed to cut down the, ironically, the circular saw blade <laughs> to stick in the back of the of old brainless. Yeah. And I got an angle grinder. Fuck me. Yeah. It was like thirty five quid, right, for a Bosch. And right, I'm I'm team Bosch all the way, right. Yeah. Um. Just because it's that kind of level of tools where it's not the cheapest, dirtiest thing you can get from Lidl. Yeah. But you're not getting into kind of like your Makitas and your, your DeWalt's yeah. and stuff. I it mean, works, I've got, but it's not it works. cheap. Yeah. Um, and I found that, you know, from experience. Yeah. And 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 it was, yeah, like 35 quid for an angle grinder, right? Or it is my favourite tool of all time. <laughs> I, I angle grind everything, doesn't matter what it is now. And yeah. you can put like polishing discs on and cutting discs on it uh, on, on for the... <laughs> For the Wolverine claws at the weekend, I went and got like a buffing wheel, and there's fucking sparks going everywhere, and you can just go through everything, and you can get in tight little corners, you can be really precise with it, yeah. you can be really brutal with it, and yeah, oh, I love it. It's I'm awesome. Good. When you uh, when you next come down, I'm going to have to uh, show you, A, the amount of attachments I've got for my angle oh, grinder, yes. uh, but also, because I'm assuming you've got like a, a four and a half inch grinder. Yeah, I've also got a small um, grinding wheel as well. Yeah, because well. yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a uh, a big nine inch grinder as well. Oh, oh that thing's so much fun. Yeah, no, th- but, this this was like my first grinder that I yeah. got. You know, <laughs> it came in like a little kind of lunchbox with like Spider Man on the side of it. Yeah, the uh, I from experience, there's a few tips that I'll give you, which is a if you ever put a uh, a cup brush on it, be very very careful because right. those things will suddenly catch and before you know it they're off in the other direction okay and if you're depending on how you do it if you ever angle it and it comes towards you yeah I got those things will just catch in your clothes and it's it's painful yeah um the other thing that i i learned from experience is watch where your sparks are going um because <laughs> the amount of clothes that i've got that have got holes <laughs> in fact the, this hoodie that i'm wearing at the moment has got a little hole there nice um, but uh, but more than that, I I I don't know about you, but normally when I'm using tools like that, I wear jeans. Yeah. Um, and I, I just 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 for the record, 
I only wear jeans. <laughs> I have two pairs of jeans, and that's the only clothes I wear my entire life. Like one's in the wash, and one's on my ass. And that's that's it. I don't have yeah. anything else, unless I'm swimming. Yeah. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, it was um, baking hot outside, and I was working on a car that I had. And um, long story short, I I had to do a lot of grinding on it, and um, I had a pair of uh, like polyester short things and not polyester but like fake material yeah. shorts yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i basically set fire to my crotch oh nice <laughs> and it's one of the scariest things i've ever done because it was like there's fire near my testicles <laughs> but i'm holding yeah. something that's spinning really really fast that i can't just throw down what do i do um uh, make a calendar yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, go careful with angry runners. Uh, I think Dirty Smith actually put out a um, a post on Patreon. He does like a weekly tips thing. Yes, and um, and he said on that like uh, the most dangerous tool is the angle grinder. It's the most useful, but it's also the most dangerous. And um, yeah, they're they're brilliant but deadly. But uh, oh, so have you seen the? Um, the carving, like the wood carving discs, and that that, like Jimmy yes. and everybody's yeah, yeah, got yeah. at the moment. They're yeah, fucking awesome. Uh, is it Arbatech or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they're really expensive as well. It's like two hundred yeah. quid for one of those discs. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because I I looked because I was I was, like, was kind of get one. No, I was kind of taking the just the regular cut off disc to the workbench the other day just to see if it works. <laughs> it kind of works. Shit'll buff out. I can I can get away with that. I'm not, I, don't, I don't need to drop. I don't need to drop two hundred quid on it. Those things are like fifty p each. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's to be fair. That's one of the other things is the amount of different discs you can get, and the different quality between the discs as well. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Like I, because are you using the like the one mil um, wide cutting discs, or are you using the ones that are quite fat? I, I treated myself to a smorgasbord of, of discs, Steve. <laughs> um, r- ranging from the flat ones to the kind of ones that are like like little bells. Yeah. Yeah, and they're a bit thicker as well. Yeah, um, that's well. That's a if it's like a little bell, that's a grinding disc as opposed to right. a cutting disc. Yes. So you can, if you've got a cutting disc that's only like one mil yeah. thick, it's just spin straight through stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you don't use the like the side flap of it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, have you got any flap discs yet? Um, I've got. Is that the one with all the kind of little bits of sandpaper around yeah. in the spiral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of those. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. So they yeah. they did they did the uh, the claws. Yeah. Because basically, I, I I cut them down and then. Um, I was trying to sand it, yeah. And the sander sent the aluminium really dull. Yeah. But then when I hit it with the the flat disc, it went up shiny again. Yeah. That was <clears> awesome. Saying that, I completely when I, I when I was doing the uh, the shit that I've done this week, I completely forgot to say that I finally finished my axe that I made in the summer. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. Looks the, great, man. Thank you, but. Um, yeah, the one that I forged in the summer, I finally uh, heat treated it and handled it and sharpened it all up. And I did all the sharpening on that mm-hmm. with an angle grinder and um, four, is it four different types of discs? Okay. No, yeah, four different types. So I had a, a 120 grit um, flap disc to get like most, in fact, no, I had another one as well. I had an 80 grit flap disc to kind of just hog away at it and just get the meat out of it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a 120 grit to kind of start putting a bit of a... Uh, a point on the actual blade yeah um and then there's you get like a 
it's almost like a scouring pad sort of material um, okay. but it's coated in this special stuff that makes it a bit tougher so it's not a scotch bright pad it's it's a bit more than that yeah um and that came in oh i've got that in two uh different levels so i've got a medium one that took it a bit sharper then a fine one that got it to almost a mirror polish and then a uh just like a buffing wheel okay. um and uh and yeah like those those things are fucking awesome for doing uh sharpening and, and knives and stuff like that. obviously you're not going to get it like razor razor sharp if you, if well, you, you, say, that you say that <laughs> <laughs> it's sharp enough to stab yourself there's, a, there's a reason i've not got a beard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah no i i think um the angle grinder is probably the tool that i go to the most i've got awesome i've got a couple in the uh workshop but i don't know if you saw jimmy just got um like got given like five or something by some company oh yeah so we can just have a different yeah uh, disc on each one and not have yeah. to keep changing it. well it's back to the um the driver drill combo yeah exactly you know if, you, if you've got the space or the money yeah you know the, the as i said this bosch one was dirt cheap why not <laughs> yeah exactly. if, if 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 you're you know earning so much money an hour and you have to fuck around changing discs it might take you a minute but you're doing yeah. that multiple times it's a no-brainer yeah exactly I mean that's the thing is that's why in um, Alex's workshop we've got four or five and let's say they've, they've all got different um, uh, wheels on them depending on yeah. what we need them for um, just for that very reason and to be fair I probably will be going out um, next year and getting a couple of let's say cheap cheapish 35 yeah. 40 quid ones um, to do just that with just to have with like have one that's just permanently got cutting wheels on it, one yeah. that's permanently got flat disc on it, and one that I can change around sort of thing. Nice. Because um, yeah, because I use them that much, it's it's worthwhile me having multiples of it. Yeah, Whereas sure. the the, uh, the drill driver thing, it up until recently, it wasn't worth me bothering having um, both kinds because I only I I didn't switch between the two often enough for it to be worth it. But now yeah. it's kind of got to the point where it is. Yeah. So I mean, I I. I did invest when I got a, a kind of a screwdriver. I got a Makita. It's about three hundred euros. Oh yeah. Which it was it was pricey because I was living in in Holland, but also it was decent as well. Yeah. And it came with a couple of batteries as well. And like to be honest, the batteries are almost sometimes as expensive as the actual unit. Oh fuck yeah. Um. And it's a, it's a, it is a really really good machine. But the only downside being that I've got to change. You know, it it's it's really high powered. It can get through most things. Um. Only every now and again, I've got to get the big sort of um, hammer drill out if I'm going through masonry or anything. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's it served me for you know five years at least. Um, yeah. It's an absolute beast. But you know, I wouldn't mind a fifty quid little impact driver just to have, just for the sake of screwing stuff in, so I don't have to keep yeah. changing the bit. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the thing is, is because the impact drivers are designed well, because they're impact drivers as opposed to yeah. just a rotary drill sort of thing. Yeah. They. Um, they work so much better, and they just yeah. they they go into like you don't you don't get that juddering and it jumping out of the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the screw all the time. It just, just goes straight the, in. The design for what they're supposed to do. Yeah, um, exactly. Also, you know, in the in the sort of five years, it's it's um, it's not a long time in in terms of development, but a lot of stuff's brushless now. Yeah, uh, and obviously my, mine isn't. Um, but even that, you know, you you, you get in uh, economy of battery life. You get in, you know less wear and tear on the tools um a lot lighter as well tools yeah. as well because they're brushless um so the, 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 there's there's benefits to kind of to adding to your arsenal yeah um 
but actually on that on that note one of the reasons i wanted to talk about kind of tools and why i kept bullying you into and let me do it um it's kind of because 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 this isn't kind of my trade and, I, and i've not had any sort of training or i'm just kind of coming at this like 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 tom cruise in a, in a, in a fighter play um I often use tools for not what they're supposed to be used for. I do it all the time. And, you know, you see people like, is this one making, you know, a bowling ball on a, on a table saw? Yeah. <laughs> and he gets told off. Um, but <laughs> but he knows what he's doing and he's safe because he's he's got decades of, of, of practice and he, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I do it because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know the solution. I'm just problem solving. Yeah. So I'll, I'll need to do something and I'll look around and I'll go, right, I can't do it with... The belt sander. I can't do it with the jigsaw. Can I do? Can I do it with this? Yeah. And it was. It was kind of a, the this exact point was was brought up with the with the dominoes vid with the thousand cuts. And yeah. and, and it basically, I was like, I was like slowly running out of wood, and I was like, "Fuck! What's what am I going to do?" Like, I went I went down to the maker space. It wasn't in the video because I, I was struggling filming it. Yeah. And I went down to the maker space, and uh, I started cutting it on the table saw because I thought I'd get really repeatable straight cuts but the table saw was a piece of shit it was like really cheap really wobbly yeah and like the blade was moving and then worse than that the fence was moving fucking hell. um yeah and and i was like fucking hell so i, I took it over to the <clears> bandsaw <throat> and that was even worse it was like you know it's like a really because because all yeah. the tools are donated at, at maker space so there's, there's yeah. not there's hardly any sort of expensive tools and the, the bandsaw like the even with sort of the guide down the blade was moving back and forth and i was trying to use the fence and i was trying to use like a little uh, might engage as well to get, and they were just they were, these dominoes were coming out like fucking snakes yeah. um, and I was just like this this isn't working and, and it just made me start to think about like a lot of people talk about sort of investing in tools and and what's what's worth paying the money for yeah. you know a lot, a lot of, everyone always bangs up about Festool but I don't think I'm ever going to run any, anything Festool in my life um, but people always say oh yeah it's worth it it's worth it it's investing no it's not worth it get cheap get and people say oh yeah. when you're starting out get something that's cheap and like to some instances, I totally agree. Like, if you're if you're going to buy a, a, an electric screwdriver, you know, there's no harm in getting something for fifty quid. That's fine. Yeah. And if you're going to get um, a jigsaw, you know, and you're just cutting out what sort of thin plywood, get a cheap one. That's fine. Yeah. But if you're buying a fucking table saw, and it's got the ability to kill you, <laughs> don't buy a cheap one. Yeah. Because I was I I'd never used a table saw before. Obviously, I've seen a lot of guys do it. I'm, I've kind of read up how to use it. I've, I've read the manual. I knew, what, you know, I was safety first, safety third. Um, and the second I started putting this these this two by four to kind of rip it down, the, the 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 fucking the fence was like flexing and moving out the way, and that meant that it was like the wood was binding on the blade. Yeah. And instantly, because it was cheap and light and flimsy, it was a danger to me. Yeah. Straight away, like if that was solid cast iron beef of a unit, you know. It wouldn't be moving anywhere, and and I would have been safe, and it would have been high powered, so I wouldn't have been forcing the blade. Yeah. Instead, you know, I was trying to shove it through, and I kept raising the blade, lowering the blade, just to make the cuts. And basically, because it was cheap, it was unsafe. Yeah, and, and that would kind of <coughs> yeah. I think I think it's really important that when when you are kind of investing in tools, especially early on in in kind of your 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 progress, you make the right decision when it comes to something that could be dangerous. Yeah, and and I think that's why. Um, saw stop uh, in the states has gone, has just come out of nowhere, and now yeah. they're a huge, huge company because 
they've concentrated on being safe and yeah. and I mean I know uh, I did some research into it and I spoke to one of the guys from Source Stop uh, yeah. a couple months back and I know they're they're trying to get it um, uh, they're trying to get a light or trying to get it okayed to produce and to sell over here oh, okay. um, but they can't because of the electrical safety um, rules um, so until they get like the certificates for the electrical safety we can't have the source up over here ah uh, right even though it's, it's safer than yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, but, yeah. But no, not know. getting your arms cut off is yeah. safer than getting zapped with <laughs> yeah. 240 yeah and uh, but no, I know what you mean, and I think that's one of the things. I think we've um, we've discussed it on the podcast before about finding the balance between getting cheap tools to yeah. to do what you need to do, and yeah. and when it becomes worth spending the money on on stuff. And I think it's it's one of those um, like people say, you know, sp- spend the money, spend more, but buy once, sort of thing, or spend yeah. like and and all that. Yeah. So like, well, yeah, but if um, for example, for me, like if I'd have gone out and I'd have spent um, like six hundred quid on a uh, a really nice um, uh, metal cutting miter saw, yeah, that would have been great. But then, what if I wanted to do wood as well? Yeah. So it, it 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 suddenly it's like, oh, actually, I don't really use it that much for doing the metal. I'm going to be using it more for wood, so yeah. it's worth spending it then. And things like that, and I think when you're just starting out, you don't know what's worth spending the money on. Yeah. Um. So it's it 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 it's kind of hard for for you to say actually, you know what that that one tool that I think is going to be really useful, I'm going to spend loads of money on. Like, yeah. and I've done that before. I've I've gone out and I've spent loads of money on on something, used it twice, and gone. Actually, this doesn't do what I need it to do. So, <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just going to go back to using the thing I was doing before. And like I say, I I do it all the time. I the amount of times I've used tools f- not for their purpose. Yeah. Um, I used to work in a in a garage, and um, as a mechanic. And one of the things there was, if you ever need a hammer, everything is a hammer. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is, it will work as a hammer. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and yeah, you, you can go out and you can spend ridiculous. It's like uh, spanners, for example. You can go out and you can spend shitloads of money on um, snap-on tools. Yeah. And if you use them every day, it's totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. If you use it twice a year, probably not worth spending that much money on. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, get the one that you use the most. Get the thirteen mil. Yeah. Because because you know that's the one that you're going to be used. Don't buy the whole set. You know, just get just spending money on one that you're going to use a shitload, yeah, and then buy the knockoff, you know, Halford set for twenty quid for the rest. Exactly, of the yeah. Or instead of doing that, spend uh, a little bit of money and go and get Mark to give you a um, one of the beer wrench bottle openers, oh. and that way you've got a wrench and a bottle opener. Nice, Getting nice, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, there's. I think that's the thing. Is it? it, it it's like for me, I I really want to get a router. Yeah, I don't know why. I just want to get because because your because your Wi-Fi is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, puns, <laughs> we got them. <laughs> yeah, I really want to get a router and uh, and just play around with it. But I'm not going to spend like I'm not going to go out and get a, a Festool router or a, yeah, even yeah. a Dewalt router. Yeah, for me to just 
dick around with and play with. And that, that's the thing is I think especially when people are starting out, they want to just buy something, try it out, and and that. But then there's there's stuff that I know I'm going to use um, more often that I will go out and spend the money on. Um, yeah. And and it's only because I've been doing the because I've been doing the work for so long that I was like actually I know, I know I'm going to need that and I would it is worth investing the money in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, cause one of the other things I want to do is a, a belt grinder. Yeah. And I can go out and I can get one for like, I can spend thousands and thousands <laughs> on them. Or I could do like G or so many other people on the internet have done and build my own. Yeah. I was just going to say, build one, man. Yeah. And I think that's what I'll end up doing, but then, then it comes into the whole safety thing again. Of, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> health, 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 and what? Um, and yeah, I mean that. Like I say, that raises a, a whole like plethora of, of questions. But then, I think being able to make oh, your oh, does it? Oh, does it? Is it? Is it more safe because you know you're building it for your purposes? Well, yeah. So you know why you make things a certain way, or you yeah. know, like I'll I'll get a tool and I'll I'll just start to kind of assess. I'll get my monkey brain on and I'll just kind of work out the best way to do it or what I think's logical. You know. Um, but I haven't designed it. Mm. Like, if I was to redesign the shitter, I'd do it probably differently than the one that's in my bathroom. Yeah, because I'm use I'm yeah, I use it the way I use it. So maybe you know. How potentially- the hell do you use the toilet? <sighs> Don't <you> start. No, <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's one of the things because like as a as a blacksmith, like the whole point is is you you get a hammer and an anvil and then everything else you make. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> and there's more and more people doing it, like a uh, uh, metal break. Um, I don't know if you saw Bob's video the other day where yeah, he yeah. needed one, so he built one. And Colin Furs did um, the same thing recently as well. And uh, and th- that's great because if you know the principles behind it, you can you can go actually this is what I need. But it's one of those: is it worth? Um, like uh, when Colin did his video, he said like he had a a cheap one that he bought. He bought it, tried it out, and it was only from using that one that he was like, actually, when I make mine, I want to make sure that it does this, that, and yeah. and kind of chop, chop it and change it like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's horses for courses. And this is the thing, is I think it's one of those that it's no easy answer for what's best. It's just you've, you've kind of got to play it by ear a bit. What, what, what you can do is what I do, and that's make tools accidentally. So... <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, I made I made old brainless, thinking this will be funny for a sort of five minute video. Yeah. Um, I'll easily win the Dirty Smith challenge because yeah. it's because it's on fire. Um, <laughs> on green fire. <laughs> it's on green fire. Um, and I'll never use it again. And it'll probably sit on the back of the hack shack like some sort of awesome trophy on the wall. Yeah. And then I came to uh, prune my apple tree the other week. <laughs> What do we have here? A chainsaw on a pole? Fucking brilliant! Please you know, tell me you actually videoed that. I oh, I didn't video, but I you fucking used. Useless. I used it. I used. I'll, I'll go and prune it again. There's, there still needs more pruning. <laughs> um, it's great. Yeah. So it's on the right angle. It's be- beautifully balanced. You know, it's got the right reach. The the the, the power button's in the right place. Oh, yeah, mate. Perfect. And once once the apple tree's on fire, it just makes it so much easier to prune, <laughs> easier to prune as well, you know. But yeah, so I, I I I made that as a joke, but actually it came in really handy. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so, 
All right, then. While we're talking about tools, what about yes. what? What's your kind of fantasy top five? I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. Top five, top five. fantasy tools that you would um, have if you could. Right. Uh, number one has got to be a welder. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's weird. Like a, 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 when anyone asks, like, what's what's one thing you want to learn? It's welding. Um, I, m- I remember, like, my, my dad, my, my granddad was a mechanic on my mum's side. Yeah. Um, and like my mum's brothers, she's got like eleven brothers and sisters. Um, Catholic. Um, <laughs> and uh, like, there was, so she's always surrounded by kind of uh, building and engineering stuff. And one of, one of the things my mum used to always say to me as a kid, and I remember her using this quote. I don't know who said it, and she was like. If you can fucking breathe, you can weld. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've just, I've just always loved this quote, and it's just basically, I've always wanted to do it. But like, my, my dad wasn't really into that kind of thing, and um, yeah, I never really kind of was in this kind of workshop environment. Yeah. Um, but now, like, I'm, I'm a big boy, and I can have my own stuff. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. So number one for show is yeah. is, is is a is a welder. Um what about you what's your number one? Because then we can see, see if you do it this way around we can be thinking while the other person's talking. Yeah. See it's it's funny you say that about the welder though cuz uh when I was growing up obviously being on a farm there was a lot of of welding and stuff done. Uh, and right. even from a very young age I always wanted to learn welding. And uh and basically my old man said nah, there's no point you'll be shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> And the reason being, it wasn't just him being an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because um, that we there's like a family trait that uh, we have really, really unsteady hands. Like, I, oh, okay. I I can't really see it like that, but yeah, I yeah. I have quite bad shakes. And um, it's all the ciders, dude. It's the lack of cider. If I have a few oh, right. points, I'm fine. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but just make sure before you weld. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and that's why when. Um, when I had my own place and you know I got a garage and I was doing up cars and things like that, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go out and buy a welder." Nice. And bought a welder and then just went, oh, "I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to set this <laughs> up. I don't know how to use it." And um, I got a couple of mates to give me uh, some brief pointers on it. And like MIG welding is so easy. TIG welding is so easy. Right. Uh, not TIG welding. Sorry. Uh, stick welding stick is so welding. easy. Right. Uh, but TIG welding is something that yeah. I've never tried, and I really, really want to. Um, okay. But uh, is that where you can weld like aluminium and stuff and all sorts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I want to do that. But um, but my... I, I know I know you say like, oh, I bought this and I didn't know how to use it. Like to me, that's the exciting part. Yeah. Like I will come home with something that I have no idea what I'm doing with it. Like even beyond tools, like. Uh, food I've never cooked before, yeah, or like an animal that I've never like uh, gutted or jointed up before, and I'm like, right, oh, <laughs> now's the yeah. fun bit. Now I can like take it apart and, and find out how it works and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, no, don't exactly. take a welder apart. Don't listen to me. Yes, yeah, probably That's not. Not right. what I meant. <laughs> um, but no, to be fair, my uh, my my number one tool, I probably wouldn't dick around with too much yeah. uh, because it would be the or an oxypropane torch. Um, so like you got the oxyacetylene but yeah. it, for the stuff I'd use it for oxyacetylene is too powerful I don't need it I don't okay. I can't be fucked with all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the oxypropane would do absolutely everything I needed I'm not doing or I don't want to do gas welding or anything like that No, no. so the propane's perfect um, 
and that's just because it's such a for the blacksmithing stuff it's such a, a useful versatile tool okay and like you can heat like you can be really really specific with the areas that you're heating i was going to say um, it'd be like a more just more precise in the forge and you yeah. can really focus in on bits yeah exactly and it also means like if i'm doing say i'm doing some rivets or something like that like i don't or i just need to quickly bend one bit of metal sort of thing like i don't want to fire the forge up just to do one quick heat sort of thing yeah um so yeah i reckon oxypropane would be my number one nice nice so i've got i've got an idea for another one and this is because when i built the hack shack uh, i rented a nail gun oh yeah and it was it was so much fun yeah and it, and like the amount of time i've spent screwing in screws and hammering in nails it's just that that you know that that that's time i could have spent nailing yeah. shit with a nail gun yeah and I loved it, and it was so easy, and it made me feel like some sort of like awesome cyborg. Um, yeah, because yeah, I must admit that's that's the one tool that I see like all the guys on YouTube using, and I kind of yeah. go, I really want one of them, yeah. but I just I don't I, I, the stuff I do, I, I can't justify going out and buying. Oh, one. you can, you can, you will be nailing everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just like you know, I was, I was laying down these huge, big sort of uh, three by four foundations, you know, um, however many feet long. 12 yeah. feet long or whatever a little bit twisted because it was like cheap crappy wood and then just yeah. like bending it in and smashing it in with a nail gun and it just <laughs> holds it and you're like yes this is awesome <laughs> love it absolutely love it yeah, that's my number two nail gun that's yeah to be fair that's a good shout mm. um, or even not to be as dramatic as that even just like a, a little air nail gun you yeah. know like having a shop yeah have just, you got for like a... Brad, just for like brad nailing and stuff have you got a compressor alright spoiler alert number three on my list <laughs> All right, well, we'll come back to that one then, shall okay. we? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, number two for me, I reckon would probably be a actually a table saw because nice. I just like I, although I don't really do anything with wood at the moment. I think a lot of that is because I'm not set up for woodworking. I I don't um I don't use I, I don't have any woodworking tools because I've I'm, I work metal um yeah. and I kind of feel like I'm how can I put this like I really want to try woodworking stuff but I don't I don't want to um, sit there for three hours going through something with a with a handsaw sort of thing yeah. and really tell me about it Steve <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't want to cut a, a 4 2 thousand times to make some dominoes um, but yeah like, I, I think it, it's as much as anything it's like laziness like I want yeah. to just have that thing that I can just put it on and go yeah yeah. And it's it's done sort of thing, yeah. um, and it just seems like such a, a massively useful versatile tool. Um, for me, for me, it's the precision you get from it as well. Yeah, like the 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 nineties you can get and, and things. Like you you know you put a sled on it and you just get perfect nineties every time. You yeah. can set angles on it, get bevel cuts. You know, it for me it's it's the level of precision you can get with the table saw and cut. And because it's going so fast and you've got such a good blade on it as well, the yeah. quality of the cut. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm rough and ready when it comes to my woodwork. Um, <laughs> Mainly because the tills I've got, you know, it's not that I'm, it's not that I hate wood. It's just yeah. it's just that you know, if I did have a table saw, I'd start to sort of take things a little bit seriously. Yeah, no, that's yeah, nice, good call. Shout. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so for me, it would be a compressor. Oh, really? Yeah, that's... it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> dick. Um, yeah, because uh, things like a nail gun you can have in the shop. Um, yeah. Things like rotary tools as well. Yeah. You know, um, I really want a Dremel or uh, brand names not inclusive. Um, <laughs> the rotary tool, uh, 
We're not the uh, BBC. You can say Dremel. It's oh, fine. Uh, French uh, McDonald's, uh, Burger King, <laughs> Estrella. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I really, really, really want a, a Roby tool and, and the, the kind of options you can get on that. You know, yeah. um, like pneumatic uh, wrenches and things. You know, for a bit more mechanics and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, compressor and, and just for blowing shit away because I get so dusty and so dirty in the in the shop. Do you know what? I because I've got a, a compressor. I don't actually have it in the workshop. But I've got it in my garage, um, right. and it's just a little one that a friend basically loaned me on a permanent basis. Okay. And um, it's only a little tiny one, and it's noisy as hell, but it's so useful. And like I say, just even just having the um, the gun on it, like yeah. the air gun, yeah, yeah, makes a world of difference. And awesome. it's that's again that's one that's on my list for next year hopefully to get for in the workshop just for like you say the, the fact that you can get um a little brad nailer uh if you've already got the compressor you can get the brad nailer for pennies whereas if you have to get an electric one or yeah yeah exactly like that, it's, it's ridiculous expensive. yeah because the the, 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 mechan- the mechanism is not there you, yeah you just exactly. basically supplying it with air there's a bit of a piston that's it yeah 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 it's a really good point actually but um yeah, and and there's so many little useful tools and attachment you can have, but yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, what's my number three? Fucking hell! I was asking. I think, I think, I think we should just do three, Steve. I think five's pushing it a bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what your budget is anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. One of the other things that I want is I know I said a uh, a belt grinder, like a, a proper big, like yeah, yeah. two by seventy two sort of one. Um, but I also just want like a, a little. Um, belt grinder and drum sander combo yes. just for doing like little bits of, yeah. of sanding and woodwork super handy because um, doing uh, um, the axe handle uh, this week was a fucking nightmare because <laughs> I had to like what what I'd love is to have a proper bandsaw so I could buy in um, lengths of, of like ash and, and cut it up and cut the rough shape out and then sand it to shape Um because with this one, I had to. I bought an old. Well, I bought a, a replacement um, axe handle, um, and stripped off all the paint and varnish and crap that was on it, and kind of cut it down and reshaped it a little bit and sanded it a lot. And I did it all with uh, just a rasp file and sandpaper. And uh, and firstly, hickory stinks. It's the worst <laughs> smelling wood ever. Uh, Dickory. <laughs> Dickory. <laughs> uh, that's the episode title um, and uh, yeah it, it it was horrible doing it like that and it took so long and it, I know it would have taken like 20 minutes tops yeah, if yeah. I'd had the right tools there is it what what, what are the guys called that make all the swords uh, you're uh, always banging on about them um, uh, bottom one knife and sword uh, yeah they, they're just a huge arms. yeah man arms that's it um Huge belt belt grinders and the, and the, the, yeah. the even the in the titanium one they were doing for the blade sword. Oh yeah. Oh, and it's just like oh, it's just like eating through this titanium. It's like yeah, that's that's yeah. that's a serious piece of kit right there. Yeah, I um, I'd love to have something like that, but but like I say, even just like a little um, like three inch wide, two foot long um, belt sander with a a. a, a Disc sander on the side, yeah. Um, like just one of them would would have made a world of difference. But... I bought um, I bought a. I was at a flea market. I wasn't at a flea market. I was at a scrapyard. <laughs> There's a scrapyard near me, and I absolutely love it. It's where I get most of my stuff from. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I don't know if I showed you, it was like a little handheld, tiny little circular saw that you put onto your drill. No. It's like, it's like from the 50s, it's like mm. cast iron. Yeah. And you basically, you, you attach this little thing onto your drill and you just drill along and you make little circular saw cuts. Nice. And then I went back and they had a, a disc sander of the same. Awesome. So basically you just, you, just, you just put a drill in the back of this disc sander, turn it on, you've got a little tiny little desk mounted drill there. Uh, this sander is brilliant. Yeah. So basically, Izzy Swan. Yeah. 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 Just, just everything <laughs> everything is drill powered. Drill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> drill powered. Plasma cutter. Drill powered. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is something I would love to see him do. <laughs> but, uh, cool. Uh, I reckon, seeing as we've both done three, should we. Um, and it's it's getting on a bit for time. Should we, uh, should we move on and do the uh, spiffing thing? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Also, because I'm going to cut this bit out. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) I am. I am this week, I promise. Uh, I've written... I don't know if you can read that. Uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna go and get it because you kept fucking swearing. <laughs> you were dropping, you were dropping more f bombs than me. I was gonna go and get it. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm gonna, when I when I listen to it back, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna count who swears more. Uh, ooh. <laughs> but do, does semi swearing count? Like where you mute yourself uh, and you're like, but king. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's it counts. Counts. <laughs> Cool. Uh, right. right. Should we um, go back into uh, professional mode? Yeah. You can go first. Oh, I, don't go I always first. go first. Oh, okay. Uh, how, how, how the fuck do we start? You've forgotten how to do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> who, who do you think spiffing, Steve? <laughs> uh, who do I think is spiffing? Um, uh, this week, I am going to go for Zach from uh, ZH Fabrications. Nice. Um, I think I've mentioned, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned on the show a few times, but I'm fairly sure I haven't done him as a, uh, a, yeah, a spiffy. Thing. Um, yeah, he's he just makes some really, really cool stuff. Um, he's, he's one of those guys that can kind of turn his hand to anything. Um, and uh, and the stuff he does is really cool. He, he doesn't put out videos... Um, like he's not one of these guys that puts them out every single week religiously or three times a week or anything like that. Yeah, he yeah. Um, he puts them out as and when he can. He's he's trying to do a bit more, um, but it's because he makes stuff for a living. Like he he he's living the dream. He's doing it. Um, hmm. uh, he's doing client work, and that's that's how he makes his money. Rather than doing like trying to do content creation for a living. Yeah, like the content creation is just an added bonus. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and yeah, he's done some like all the way. If you go all the way back, like he's done some great, um, some great videos. But uh, he did one recently that I was personally really interested in, um, and it was uh, it was a bit longer than his normal one. It was like half an hour long or something. Um, but it was with a guy called um, I can't remember his name, but he's from Iron Dog Knife Works. Okay. Um, and basically, went down there and made this this really really cool looking little mini cleaver. Um, and uh, and like he he took you through the entire process and 
not didn't just explain like what they're doing but also why they're doing it and yeah yeah and all this and it was quite a nice um because a lot of the the knife videos you see they can be a bit a bit up their own ass basically um <laughs> and it's either like oh we're doing it like this because this is the traditional way of doing it and it's it's got to be done like this because blah 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 this and or they're they're just kind of getting a bit of metal putting it on a grinder until it's knife shaped and that's it sort of thing <laughs> um whereas this guy did like he he was just sensible about it. he he used some some more traditional techniques but he yeah. also used some some modern tech when he needed to like it, cool. and it yeah it just it it's more my kind of stuff sort of thing um and the other one that he did that got a lot of attention was uh i don't know if you saw like there was a load of, uh, of makers went to fabtech in chicago yes um and they all built like jimmy Duresta built a, a table and everybody else built chairs and benches and stuff to go around it and he did yeah. um a bench that basically was just a, like a slab of wood and at each end was he he made up his own massive c clamps um and had them as like the table legs yes and they like it, it was fucking awesome um, like if you haven't seen the video i definitely say go check it out so i i i wasn't really aware of zach until i saw the fabtech ah uh, really yeah and I, and i was like straight on it and i was like who the fuck made that bench yeah because like I, like jimmy made something and john malecki had made i think a chair or something and there was you know yeah um april had made that grenade yeah and there was really cool stuff around it but straight my eyes just went straight to this bench and i was like who the fuck made that bench yeah and and i can't remember who who, who um who replied and, and it was just like oh it's 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 zach this guy at z edge fabrications yeah i was just like straight on there i was like dude your stuff is awesome <laughs> this is amazing like that is like really inspirational really creative really fun yeah. it was like really so it was almost like um like Gotham City, there's something like yeah. really kind of like visceral about it. I really loved it. Yeah, and uh, he's a really nice guy. Like he replied straight away, and he was like, um, you know, really, really, really yeah. responsive. So yeah, he's a great, great guy. Yeah, and no, I mean, I, I chat to him on uh, an Instagram every now and then. Yeah, and yeah, like you say, he's super nice, super helpful. He because um, he's on um, the what was Crafted podcast is now the Creators Collective podcast. Yes. Um, and uh, and it always makes me laugh because whenever everybody else is talking about like uh, YouTube makers that they've watched recently, he's always yeah, listing yeah. off books instead. Nice and, um, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there was one on design that he uh, he said about the other day, and it sounded like a really really good book. And um, and rather than bothering to go back and just check one of the old episodes, just dropped him a message, and he sent me like a, a photo of which book it was, and oh, like all this. Um, but yeah, super nice guy. Um, go check him out. Yep. Check out his Instagram and his YouTube and everything else. And buy, like, yeah, he's got loads of really cool shit for sale as well. So go buy stuff. Buy stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, what about you then? So, as we're on the topic of tools, um, I got a package. Actually, I got a package <laughs> at the week. I got, got a package, package at the weekend. I've, I've got a package, sweetheart. <laughs> um, I got a package at the weekend, but I was out, uh, so I missed it. And then I went to pick it up this morning. From the post office, uh, and it was this little beauty. Ooh, ooh. yeah, nice. ooh is is the correct description for this. I like that. So, um, a few months ago, I entered a competition online. It was one of those kind of like, share, whatever yeah. things. On I think it was on Instagram, um, and it was for Alex Two Q. Yes, um, and it was for this Kiridashi knife, 
and basically he's made it out of a. I don't know if you can see people at home listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's made it out of a rasp. Yeah. And he's filed down the rasp, so the so the kind of the, the indentations of the rasp have made this beautiful grip, um, and the blade is just stunning. It's a really nice shape. It's really nice in my hand. Uh, this is going to be my go-to knife from now on. Yeah, definitely. It looks so I got this morning. So thank you very much, Alex. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, he's the person that I think is spiffing because he is spiffing. Um, I know we bang on about red a lot, uh, but basically he's like the German red. <laughs> he's like he's he he, he makes he make stuff out of leather. He's he's in the metalwork. Um, it's a little bit more kind of on the survivalist side. Yeah. So there's a little bit more kind of like um, learning in terms of like outdoors and things like that. I think that's initially how his channel started. It was more kind of like an outdoorsy, you know, how to eat dandelions kind of thing. And then it, <laughs> and then, and then it's just like, oh no, let's just make let's just make knives. And like the next fifty videos were just like knives and yeah. uh, spearheads and arrows and, and stuff like that. And Amazing. He, yeah, he's, he's fantastic channel. Um, leather work, fabric work, metal work. Um, really, really super nice guy. Uh, Alex Two Q. So yeah, go go check him out. Awesome. And th- yeah. Thanks, thanks Al for the for the awesome for the awesome prize. I've yeah. never won anything in my life <laughs> that I didn't that I didn't earn, and this yeah. this this is fantastic. So and thank you, brother. Yeah, honestly, man. It I, from what I can see on the the grainy so, uh, video, so it looks really really nice. Yeah. Um, so like I I on my on my Instagram when I when I get like um, stickers and shit to the hack shack. Yeah. I've always been using this like crappy little Stanley. Um, yeah, yeah. Marking gauge. This is now going to be my go-to for everything. So awesome. yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be making lots of appearances. Good stuff. Yeah, and I mean, like I say, he's uh, he's someone that I've I've heard of, but I've never actually um, checked out just because I I'd kind of seen the name but never knew what he was or who he was or what he did or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go check him out later. Sweet. Cool. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Go. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's not German, he's Austrian. I don't know why we're doing that. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's wrap this up because it's, it's got to that point. Uh, Where can oh. we find you, Steve? Okay, I'll go first. Ah, uh, beat you to it. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Moonshine Metalworks or at Steve underscore Moonshine on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook at Moonshine Metalworks. Uh, hopefully, by the time this comes out, YouTube. Uh, at Moonshine Metalworks. Um, is that in the movie channel at Moonshine Metalworks? Uh, no, it's just Moonshine Metalworks. Moonshine Metalworks on YouTube. Yeah, just Google Moonshine Metalworks. I'll, right. I'll, I'll turn up. You got to be precise. Yeah, that's what Google's for. You don't Otherwise, you'll end up with William underscore underscore Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. No, Anybody that doesn't get that reference, listen to Reclaimed Audio. <laughs> uh, right, Al, where can people find you? Uh, you will find me at um, <laughs> uh, on on YouTube at Al's Hack Shack, and you will find me on Facebook and Instagram at Al's Hack Shack. Al's Hack Shack. Al's Hack Shack. Yep. Cool. And not on Twitter or anything else. No, don't, I, not, not interesting. I don't even know why I still list the Twitter thing because yeah. I never use it. I also I also have a website, Al's Hack Shack dot com, uh, but there's nothing on it. And if you go there, it'll probably just say like domain, domain taken or something. Yeah. See, well, I've, boots. I've got a, uh, I've got a Moonshine Metalworks website, and it was going to be this really nice, amazing one because John that set up the, uh, the Fools with Tools um, website, yeah, was going to rebuild it for me because I got I like set one up with Squarespace, spent about three seconds on it, setting it up, and put a thing on saying this is under construction, <laughs> and. Uh, 
and then John was like, oh yeah, I'll just redesign it and I'll host it for you and all this. And he tried getting it, like, um, ho- getting the hosting going from uh, Squarespace onto his server. It didn't quite oh, work. Okay. And then it just kind of stayed there. So, nice. John, if you listen to this, uh, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Fools of Tools website, you can find us at uh, com with all the shows and everything on there. Uh, we're on Instagram at FWT Podcast, Twitter at FWT underscore podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, and I think the page is Fools of Tools, Tools Podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah, we go. Uh, Al is now a administrator on there and is actually, Al is actually yeah, put, um, putting in some effort into yeah. this endeavor. It's <laughs> great because I'm fucking useless with uh, anything other than Instagram. I'm not really that bothered. Uh, and if you just want to send us abuse or show topics or free tools then uh send an email to hello at fwtpodcast.com yep and coming soon just in time for christmas we'll be making some fools with tools t-shirts yeah oh yeah and stickers have you done this and also yet? stickers yes and uh, magnets and uh pencil <laughs> cases and uh what are those cups called that everyone has koozies yes oh, no, no, no. You, the, the um the minecrafting ones yeah yeah minecrafting yeah oh we should totally get minecrafting cups yeah let's do it awesome right See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Uh, where's stop? <laughs> where's stop? <laughs>